You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. Hey everybody, hope you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach of Own Your Power Communications. The Own Your Power radio show is here to help you live the life that you deserve. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power studios, powered by my big brothers, Media 55, Stan Harris and Trent Partridge. And we got a full house tonight in the studio. A lot of New Yorkers in here. We're surrounded. So I'm, I'm sitting next to my right-hand man, my, my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's good, y'all? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, you're getting rusty too, bro. It's <laughs> the, horse. It's horse. We need, we need your, your, Some halls. your Bronx call. <laughs> um, as For those who don't know, we have thousands of listeners worldwide, and we just want to thank you all for supporting the Own Your Power movement. And if you're new to the family, make sure you check us out online. Go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. To find out more about our services, our memberships, and our events, and also to listen to some of our past shows. Um, we have loads of content on the site to help you with personal and professional growth. Simone, welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. How was New York? Besides it was, cold. It, it, was, it was cold, but actually, I, I got lucky. When I got there, the day I got there was 56 degrees, and we just left. I just left 56 degrees in Florida, so. mm-hmm. um, and, and now it's a blizzard, so I, I left just in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I mean, I was a business trip, but I ended up seeing you know, as many friends as I possibly could. Everything you do involves business. There's no yeah. thing as a I, business I, I or got, vacation. You want on vacation, and you do business. No, I got cursed out the whole trip because people were like, well, you can't be doing no drive-by visits, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm sorry, this is... It's my life, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and, and I actually got, you know, teased a couple of times that I'm going to get my New York card um, revoked. revoked yeah. Because I got, not lost, but I kind of got lost in my bearings in, um, in Harlem. Like, oh, not, no, not Harlem. 83rd Street in about, Amsterdam. About, did you forget how to count? No, no. It wasn't numbers. So it how'd was, you get caught? Because you know how Amsterdam and East then West? I had to go to, no, I, yeah, I, I forgot where the park was and all that. So I had to go mm-hmm. from Amsterdam to um. Where was I going? East or West? Lenox Avenue. Right. And I'm like, where do I go again? I had to like ask somebody, like a twist. <laughs> he was like, oh, you got he pulled out his phone. He didn't even know. You could have got shot. <laughs> no, I wasn't in the I wasn't in a bad Hello, Harlem is did you not have bad your phone? anymore. Did, did you have your phone? Yeah. Why didn't you do navigation? Yeah, because I didn't I wasn't thinking it. Uh-huh. Whatever, I got found my way. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I walked a lot too. I I enjoyed like looking at everything, but you know, it's just it's different. It's oh, I'm sure different. I'm sure it is. I'm yeah, sure it is. You know. Well last our last show was uh about power cleansing your body, and we learned a lot about detoxing and the alternative methods that people can utilize to be healthy once again. I'm hoping a lot of folks began to utilize some of those techniques. Did you incorporate anything new to your regimen? Yeah, I actually did the, um, some more juicing and making smoothies, and I, I behaved myself pretty well when I was in New York. I was surprised because in New York I get tempted. I want to eat everything, like pizza. Papaya, and yeah. pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not to say I didn't have pizza, but of I behaved 
behave myself, mm-hmm. you know, more than normal. And um, I, I signed up with, with Angie, um, Angie, who, Angie, who was on our show last, Angie Yarrid, who is mm-hmm. the founder, the owner of L.A. Tans and Aesthetics. So I did her detox, uh, what do you call it, the sauna, infrared and the sauna? And the rap, the, the, the rap and all? The, yeah, the body. I was supposed to get that. She gave me a card. I, I got to get my rap. Like, I really felt like I had, like, an instant detox. I mean, I was in there. An out-of-body experience in your body? It, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I felt the mm-hmm. result. It felt like I, I had a detox because, um, like, right after I had, like, I mean, it's not a good thing, but, you know, I had headaches. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt mm-hmm. lightheaded because things were coming out of me. You know what right. I mean? So, right. but it was, it was interesting. And it was very meditative. I was in there for 40 minutes in this little box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reading and listening to music so it was it was pretty cool so i'm gonna try to do that we'll see if it'll melt something off of me <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so today we have a pretty exciting show um yeah you know um well we gotta first you know say hello to jackson jackson's of course jackson is in the house as always he i know i missed him because i haven't seen him in you know a couple of days but um our resident <laughs> butler <laughs> he always has some goodies to serve up in the kitchen and, um, you know, for those who don't know who Jackson is, he's, like, really hot. So he's one of our, our favorite um, additions on the team. Um, you're, you're favorite, too, but, you know. <laughs> really? But um, he actually brings um, food from the chef, who is um, Chad, chef Chad Cherry. I always have to say that really slow. Um, Chad Sherry. No. Oh, is it Cherry it's, or Sherry? It's Sherry. Cherry. Cherry. Is it Cherry? No, now, you, now you're messing me up. <laughs> no, it's Cherry. It's Cherry. Um, yeah, so basically, he's the one that provides the food from Bring Organics Back. And for those of you who don't know, by now it should be a household name. Bring Organics Back is a personal chef service that offers meal delivery using organic and natural ingredients and providing healthier alternatives for you and I. They also offer including private and executive catering, so it's not just for home services. It is for the office. Check them out at bringorganicsback.com. That's bringorganicsback.com. Oh, and by the way, um, Chad actually is starting a a fitness program. Yes. um, And I'm going to start it. I'm going to do it. So Mm -hmm. they feed you four four meals. So the pre-meals, nutritional plan, and the whole nine. I'm going to try it for a month and see, but I'm starting over the weekend. Okay, very good. Very good. We'll see. We should do some some before and after photos. Yeah, I got to do some of that measurements Mm -hmm. and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That should be Starting off 2014 healthy. Yeah. Very good. Yes, I mean I, I, Proud eat, of you. I eat pretty healthy, but I need to eat better. It's Starbucks, I need to just somebody needs to lock me up away from Starbucks. <laughs> 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 All right, so again, for those um, who are new to the to the family, if you aren't already an official power player, just make sure you like us on Facebook. Everybody in the studio, y'all better have your phones out only for that, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, like us on Facebook.com forward slash forward slash on your power radio. And we just hit nine hundred and eight fans today. Okay, Woo! okay. So my, my goal is to get us to a thousand by the end of the month, which I think is very doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, basically the, the the perks of being a fan is you you get updates on shows, you know about the events that are happening, but you also um, are able to get access to free giveaways. You know, so it's really easy. All you gotta do is like us, not you know, press the button. That's really simple. Um, this week we're giving away two amazing prizes from two amazing people. Uh, <laughs> If you may say so yourself. Yeah, you know, you got to, you know, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. <laughs> That's my new song, sorry. Um, <laughs> so basically, um, I'm giving away a coaching session, business or life coaching, valued at $150. So, um, and, and then, Herman, you're, you're going to be giving away Body by G. Personal training session consultation. For those of y'all who have set your resolutions for the new year to get in shape, you have to have a plan. Don't just go to the gym, show up, and think you know what you're going to do or achieve without having a plan. So hit me up. Question. Um, if they're not local, is it possible to do it over the phone? 
it can be it can be done over the phone, okay. but the consultation usually entails going through a mock workout. So we do a lot oh. of demonstration activities, and I also get an assessment of what your agility is, what you know, what you can and can't do, because every routine is different. You know, everyone starts at a different place and has different goals. But we, we'll make it work. We'll make okay. it work, especially for Just our fan case. base in like Brazil yeah. or anything yeah. like that. You, you know. might get somebody that wants to Skype or something. So anybody want to fly me out? We can discuss that. <laughs> no problem. Then it wouldn't. It would be your prize, not their prize. Excuse you. <laughs> Excuse you. So, all right, so again, listen out for the sh- for later on in the show to gain access to those prizes. And basically, all you have to do is email in or call us, and we'll randomly select you as a winner. Uh, so, who do we have in the living room tonight, Miss Simone? Yes, tonight uh, we have a fun topic. I actually wrote an article about this back in 2009. Um, it's called, Have We Become Cell Phone Zombies? And in the living room, we have therapist Minka Brantley. Bradley, Bradley, Doctor, Doctor Minkus, Doctor, excuse me, Doctor Davis, <laughs> Doctor Minka Davis Brantley. She's she's in the house tonight. She's a therapist and she's a psychologist, um, and and also an instructor. So she's gonna be helping us out with this topic about you know just how our society's been breaking down with personal communication because of all this technology. You would think with all the technology we have, we'd be communicating on a higher level, but it's I think mm-hmm. it's worse. It's, we've right. become more dependent, clearly. Right. Right. We, and at this, what disgusts me the most, I think, is when I see friends together, groups of friends together, or even people on a date, and they are texting, or they're looking at their phones, or they're not communicating with each other. So I just think it's a big problem, and um, I want to you know, kind of talk about it, and we're going to hopefully come up with some solutions or things we can do. Um, another thing is you know, how there's a lot of breakdown in communication when people text all the time. Like I actually know, I have a client that she had a whole relationship through text and Twitter. Like they barely talked on the phone. She's, they both whack for that. Yeah, I mean, they, they're both whack. It's just yeah, terrible. It's hard. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. it makes it really difficult to really get to know a person. I think. Um, so you know, and you know, it came I out. mean, the whole idea of just how social media is used um, has gone completely haywire. I mean, I think if you look at the basic idea of texting. Um, was never intended to have an entire dialogue. It was intended to be a short-term right. response. It was almost like if you think about the evolution of the pager. The pager right. never had uh, was designed for, like, say, a doctor. He knew that when his pager went off, there was one phone number he had to call to mm-hmm. find out what the emergency was, whether he had to go into surgery or what have you. Right. Then that evolved to pages that had numbers. So now multiple people could page you and you could call back a number. Then there was the two-way pager that allowed right. you to reach. And so little by little, human beings kind of evolved into this idea that this technology replaced communication. And it was never intended to do that. But we're a lazy society. We don't exercise. We don't eat right. We don't, right. We don't live a healthy lifestyle. What makes you think that people are going to actually be real and have human social interaction when right. they can just hide behind a phone? Right. And I think it's a problem with, you know, the, the children growing up now because I, I, mean, I actually knew, and I couldn't I forget this, she, the baby was like maybe two. And he he knew how to call his mom. He had a, he put the phone in his diaper and everything. He but I don't I don't I don't but I don't blame the child. I blame the parent. No, of course it's not their it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But it's just okay, really like mm-hmm. a two year old with a, with a cell phone. I, I can't get over it. But anyway, so yeah, we're we're gonna talk a little bit about how it's very addicting. You know, just the whole cell phone and checking your Facebook and you're checking your Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I think. There's a lot of fun facts. Actually, Dan- Danielle on our team. Danielle, shout out to Danielle King. She she did some research for us and um, you know found some good facts for us. So as you know, we we always start out with some some really secure facts. So we're not just talking opinions here. As a matter of fact, we've got some facts from PBS about that. There have been studies showing that cell phones are causing the same problem as other addictive behaviors. According to a University of Florida news story, a Japanese study found that children with cell phones often won't make friends with other children who don't have cell phones. 
That's absolutely bananas. That's like the beginning of no social skills. <laughs> Plus, a British study of college students found that 7% of students had lost a relationship or job due to cell phone usage, which is crazy because you have a lot of jobs now that will tell you day one, you're not supposed to be on your cell phone, put yourself right. on your locker, put it away, and then you're going to risk your job by sneaking a text or, or right. peeking on your phone for Facebook or Instagram. So that, that just absolutely makes no sense. It's like crack. It really is an addiction. I think people just, they, it's like they have to know, like, how many people like my picture? I actually know somebody that, that they're obsessed with how many likes they get. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? You're 41? Like, really? Or not even if you're not on social media, just the fact that you feel the need that you have to have your phone on your hip 24-7 right. and you have to go into the shower, you have to go sit on your toilet with it, you have to go everywhere you move, the phone has to be near you because right. you're afraid someone might try to reach you and you may not be right. available or accessible to be reached, and, and that's just become a really, really epidemic, as you well, mentioned. Well, it was interesting. I almost took a picture of it when I was in New York. A payphone. I haven't seen a payphone. And when was the last time no. I seen a payphone? No, I've seen someone using a payphone. How I know, that? yeah, yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. it's just phenomenal. Like, I mean, back in the day, we, we could wait. We can wait to talk to somebody. How about you left a message, and then the person got home, exactly. they checked the messages, and then they might call you back that night or the next day or what have you. So. Exactly. Well, it's about that time to take a break. Before we go, have your pens, your smartphones, your iPads out and take some notes so you can get back to truly communicating the old school way. We'll be back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after this little music break and pay some bills. Power Lifestyle Show. I'm host Simone Kelly in the Own Your Power living room with Herman Dubois. And tonight's topic is how we become cell phone zombies. I need like depressing music. Um, and we have a room full of zombies tonight. Give a shout out to the zombies. <laughs> the zombie click. The zombie click. All the way from the Bronx. We got a bunch of 20 something year old uh, young ladies from the Bronx that um, are on their phones a lot. But you know, now that you're in the studio, pay attention to the, to the class. <laughs> so again, in the living room tonight, we are very happy to welcome Minka, Dr. Minka Bradley. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. All right. So we have uh, our resident butler. So mm -hmm. I know you're probably a little thirsty just from <clears throat> traveling. So um, would you like us to get, get him? Actually, yes, I would. Please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Jackson. <laughs> okay. Here he comes. Oh, hey Jackson! Very nice. He brings drinks too. Oh yeah, he looks like that and brings drinks. Yeah, I tell, nice. him, I tell him to open up a couple of buttons. Oh. You know, customer like, service is his priority. Room, room full of women. You know, he likes getting tips. He Excuse takes me. Tips. Room, room full of who? Oh, women and you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're overruled today. So, so you know, you're out. Today, number. every week well, is the most same Most of the things. time, there was one day there was a bunch of dudes. One day, and you oh, loved it. That was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So what would you like, um, Jackson? Uh, Jackson, I think I'd like a uh, kettle Cosmo with uh, mm -hmm. a splash of Saint Germain. That would be nice. Okay, kettle Cosmo. What exactly? Mm. Absolutely. We have that in the back. And if I hold on across the street and get it. <laughs> to the bodega. He, to the bodega. He no looks doubt. like he aims to please. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, that he does. He's in shape because yes. he runs around a lot. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, all right. Well, so Jackson, he's gonna handle that. Thank you, Jackson. And what are you sipping today? Oh, yeah, I always forget me. Right. You always and forget you. you. Um, I'm going to get. Virgin Pina Colada. Like, I was going to say, what are you thinking about? You get the same <laughs> I, thing I every week. I can't say it on the air. It's actually pretty bad. 
Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the usual. He already knows what I do. Crown and Crown and Coke. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and we do have an extra special guest in the house tonight. Uh, Herman Dubois. Are you going to do the call too? Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Daughter, Imani. Welcome to the show, Imani. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. So how, how does it feel to be here with your dad? See him in action, huh? It's cool. <laughs> it's cool, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, let's see, let's see if she got the same genes as you, you know. Oh, don't test that. <laughs> you already know how the Goya is. Uh, I'm, I'm sure she's mm-hmm. probably in rear form, so I'm a little nervous. So, mm-hmm. welcome. So, we, we got you because, how old are you? 19. 19. Yeah, you're definitely probably a zombie, so we know. <laughs> you don't want to admit it, a cell phone zombie. But um, the first question we want to ask the both of you um, mm-hmm. is, well, I, I definitely want to ask you this, Dr. Mm-hmm. Doctor, um, can I call you Dr. Minka? That's what That's everybody calls easier. me, Dr. Yeah, Minka. Like so would you agree that cell phones, um, the, the use of cell phones, take away from us from being present, from being in the present moment? Absolutely. That Actually, I like that you use the word present because that is the word I always talk about. If I'm here and in this moment, then I'm present. And when I'm on my cell phone in this room with you, then I'm, not pre- I'm no longer present, right? right? I'm on my cell phone, right. so... It, it causes us to be disconnected. Right. It, it, the thing that, that is pretty fascinating to me is that, like, people will be at an event, they'll be at something, and all they could care about more is telling people what they're doing versus enjoying the moment and being with the people that they are, they're with. I mean, I don't know if you... you well, I mean, just in, in all fairness, I want to set the precedent about something because there's one thing to be on your phone texting and, and doing social media, and then there's another thing to be on your phone in a functional way because phones now serve almost like tablets or mini laptops, and so, you know... Even writing a note to myself, I could I could be in a lecture and the presenter makes reference to a book or an author that I'm like I want to follow up on that I'm going right. to take out my phone and I want to write a note to myself about the author and the uh, title of the book. But right. the perception to everybody else may be that I'm texting. Right? I was in church the other day, which is one of the most sanctified places you can be, which you should be focused on the the message and the hymns and everything else going on. And the pastor is doing his sermon off of his iPad and he's telling everybody, okay, go to Hebrews yeah. chapters, uh, verse, and half the people in the congregation pull out their phones right. and are going to the Bible app in their phone. So I just want us to be clear that there's a difference between using your phone as an instrument for whatever versus using it in a manner that we're talking about. But do do we get to have some like blending though at times, Without a, right? We because should. I had a friend who was in church and she was texting me about brunch plans after <laughs> she left church, but she said she was also taking notes while she was there. So, you know, <laughs> there's that gray area that we start to enter into. I, I just got a flashback since we're talking about church. I had texted somebody something and she said, oh yeah, girl, da, 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 yeah, I'm going to talk, talk to you later. Um, I'm in church. And I said, why are you texting me? She said, "She said Jesus Jesus knows I'm here. Or something like that. <laughs> Jesus takes attendance, apparently. He just texts me. <laughs> I think she texted me first. That's what it was. And I think I said, oh, I'm going to call you back. She said, oh, I can't talk right now. I'm in church. And I was like, really? I, was like, I'm, I think I said, I'm telling Jesus on you. And she said, Jesus knows I'm here. So I was like, wow. But, um, yeah, so I think the, the, the whole point of this show is more of enjoying the company of others as opposed to ignoring them and being on the phone. Like, I understand what you're talking about because even – and, um, you know, I know somebody that, that that's in HR, and she said that people now, when they take notes in an interview, right. they're on their phone, and it looks like they're being rude, but, you know, it's now it's acceptable. You know, people know that you're not texting somebody or talking, you know, ignoring them. It's, it's funny because as, as media becomes, media and technology becomes more and more a part of our everyday life, I find people giving disclaimers. And, and they'll say in a meeting, listen, as the meeting starts, I'll right. be on my phone taking notes. Or, right. And so you make it clear that um, you're not texting and you're not being rude. But the majority of people don't don't put that disclaimer out there. So. Right. 
So, um, Imani, let's ask you, you know, in your, your world, is it, what do you notice with your friends as far as, like, people being on the phone all the time or even with yourself? I mean, I'm always on my phone. I take my phone with me everywhere I go. Like, there's probably never a moment I don't have it on me. But um, it's funny you said that. Literally, uh, literally. About enjoying each other's company because yesterday um, some of my girls are down here from New York and mm -hmm. we were on the balcony all talking, but yet our faces are all in our phones. But we're still having conversations wow. with each other, but still, like, texting and on Instagram and Facebook. But yet that's, I don't know, that's, that's normal to that's us. Normal like, that's, you, yeah, yeah, that's not... Yeah. But then, like, when we're trying to make plans and we need each other's, like, full attention, we're like, oh, hello, like, right. what are we doing? And sometimes it's like, excuse me, what? But, yeah, all of us were always... We're you're, always like, in phone. four places. You're, yeah. you're here, and then you're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So, And, and I actually um, wrote, an article about, wrote an article about this back in 2009, and nothing has changed. It's actually gotten worse. And it, the reason why I wrote it, Adam, I was at one of Ingrid's events, um, Ingrid B's event, and um, I don't know, somewhere in Miami, it was like a poetry event. And before the show started, everybody was sitting in their, their little cruise, and everybody was on their cell phone. My, my table was the only table that was actually talking to each other, and I just looked around, and I saw, you know, the lights illuminated on everybody's table, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, a bunch of, you know, girls coming together, guys, and I, so I said, you know, let me write a blog post about this, and... At the time, I was writing for a website, and I said, let me go around and ask people, what are you doing? You know, and people were like, oh, I'm playing bricks on my phone. Oh, I'm looking at, I'm talking to my other friend to find out what we're going to do after I leave these friends. <laughs> so, so I was like, you guys aren't enjoying your own friend's company. And they, they didn't realize it. And then after they thought about it, they were like, yeah, this is kind of messed up, you know. So it's just, it's just fascinating to me that people really don't realize how, you know, wrong it is to do that. I, I just think it's something wrong. Now, um, there's an article that um, we found related to people not being present to the point that they, they, there was a murder right in front of them. It happened in San Francisco, um, and CNN reported it. And uh, I'll just you know, kind of read a little bit, of, little, read a little bit for, you, um, for you. It says, if somebody pulled out a gun on a crowded train you were riding, would you notice? These people didn't. Why? They were too into their smartphones, a San Francisco prosecutor says. Uh, the September killing of 20-year-old Justin Valdez on that busy train was shocking enough. The shooter apparently picking the victim at random shot the San Francisco State University in the back and nobody saw and they're all in their cell phones like it's amazing like how you know I, when I'm on the train I'm like alert <laughs> you know it's funny you say that because um, I believe that Florida um, just passed the law that texting is not allowed while driving just passed it and now this has been something that's been going on for quite some time and I, I can't understand why it took Florida so long when Florida and particularly Miami has the highest rate of insurance premiums in the country because it has the highest rate of either uninsured drivers or drivers that don't have legal driver's license. Right. You add texting while driving oh, to that yeah. mix, oh, yeah. the the rate of accidents that occur in this city is absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that we're discussing that it uh, uh, impedes upon our socialization skills, it, it impedes upon our survival skills. Like right. It impedes upon our just life, regular everyday living skills get jeopardized because of the phone being a distraction. So. And people are on the phone putting lipstick on, make mascara. No, talking no. To... Let's be clear. Women are on the phone oh, yeah. putting lipstick yeah, yeah, yeah. on <laughs> and putting mascara on. Even though it's the law now, people are still texting. Still, Without a they doubt. don't care. You, the police pull up right next to you and you're like, <laughs> and you're <laughs> no, on your phone. No, but you can use the phone. You just can't text. I'm not sure if the law, the law is no, texting law. or just being on your phone. No, that's the I law. I think down here it's you can texting. be on the phone. It's texting. It's right. texting. York, Anything that that's can. a three... I actually talked to a cop about this. Three... Um, 
segment, uh, what is it? Three, if you have to type in more than three, more things, than three keys, then you are going to get a ticket. Um, and first, um, they give you a warning first, and then they. Uh, you so, know, what happens if you're using your navigation on your phone? Good question. I, that's probably the same thing because you mm -hmm. still got to move things around. Well, if you got to call 911. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little different. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the pet peeves with cell phone usage in a relationship? Can you can you share any examples that maybe you came across in your in your in your counseling in your <laughs> therapy? Um, well, I think there's even before we even get to the pet peeves thing, I think we could go back to this idea that there's a culture that we that is happening before us and that we don't understand, right? So technology has taken off in the past five years. If you think about it, it was an amazing thing just 10 years ago to be able to have a phone where you could communicate with another person using text. And right. now it is the norm. And so if you think technology has been slow, when the radio was around, it took 50 years before there was a new piece of technology, which mm -hmm. was the TV. So technology was creeping along like a little slow turtle. And all of a sudden it's gone so fast, there are no rules anymore. And so then when we talk about having a relationship with someone and connecting to another individual, we don't have any rules. No one taught us, right? right? Your mother taught you how to answer the phone. You know, I was taught, answer the phone, good afternoon, Davis residence, right? right? I was taught that. I was never taught how to text, how to communicate in this medium. And so how, do, how then can we expect one another to not be rude, right, if I was never told to do right. X, Y, and Z? I just think some things are common sense. I mean, Herman, you Common talking... sense isn't common. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on, Simone. One, one of the things we talked about uh, earlier um, before we started the show, um, Herman, you were mentioning how in a relationship you shouldn't be texting until you get to know the person. Or like, hmm. so well, give me I've, I've, I've always felt, and this is you know coming from a, a, a male perspective, where I'm you know I'm I'm the head of Bring Chivalry Back campaign, <laughs> and I think that in an effort to get to know a woman, that um, there are already a lot of handicaps that men utilize, and texting is definitely a shield for a lot of men, especially Coward. when you're meeting when you're meeting. <laughs> well, but think about it: if you're meeting them, you're meeting her on Facebook, you're meeting her on Instagram. You don't even, you've never even physically seen her, but you saw a picture that somebody else maybe she was tagged in, and then all of a sudden. You're engaged in dialogue. Now, there's, there's twofold here. Men, definitely cowardly for taking that option. But women, you're just as whack for engaging in the conversation when you know you've never met this cat or you've only seen him, a profile or what have you. So, you know, bo both are responsible. But at the end of the day, I think that if you a, a person is truly genuine about wanting to get to know somebody, have certain parameters. You talk about having rules, you know, and as a man, I feel that if I'm really interested genuinely i want to talk to you i want to hear your voice i want to see your body language because i'm going to be able to assess are you being genuine or are you being phony right, you know, right. i ain't got no time for phony but so. you even you see someone's picture you see their instagram you see their whatever and you create a story based on what you see an impression an impression and so you have an entire idea about a person before you've even exchanged which is probably words. wrong Absolutely. <laughs> right. yeah, it's the one they painted it's, it's the, the perfect right, one right. with the perfect it's like angle you see picture. the picture and then you see them and you're like <laughs> exactly. When did you take this picture? Exactly. <laughs> well, if they tilt their heads a certain right, way and lighting, look up to the sun, right, then they look the same way. Right. But that's not the person. They put the person. And it's not the point. The, the point exactly. is, is that people are going to put their best impression Image forward first. anyway, Absolutely. and and, you, and that's fine because you should do that when you meet them personally anyway. So exactly. don't 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 be a sucker and uh, sell out on on the real <laughs> approach to meeting a woman. Um, but uh, pet peeves, let's talk about pet peeves with cell phone okay. usage in a relationship. What are the definite like no-nos? Uh, so definite no-nos. Uh, let's even talk about dating. Let's just go to actual dates, if people still have those anymore. Um, <laughs> the thing called courting? I, yeah, something right. like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gotcha. Right. Uh, but if, if I'm out Forgotten with art. you, uh, 
it was, yeah, what a lost art, right? <laughs> um, if I am out with you and we are spending time together, there, it's it, it. We need to come up with the boundaries, right? So it's okay to text someone to say I am ten minutes late, right? That right. makes sense. But to have an entire conversation, an entire life, even sex life, maybe before I actually even go out with a person, mm-hmm. that's a problem because mm-hmm. now I'm having this very intimate experience with you, and I actually don't have any intimacy with you, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's all through this. Right. Electronic right. device. So that would be one of the first for me. I'm sorry, I just got a flashback. Mm-hmm. Somebody I went on a couple of dates with, the first, before we even went on a date, he sent me a text, sent me a sexy picture. Mm-hmm. And I was That's like, really, right. dude? Like, right. I'm turned off. Like, That's I don't right. even know you like that. Like, <laughs> and you're, you're basically start, starting a like, sexual relationship with you, someone yeah. that you have not even had. But, 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 but it goes, <laughs> but, and I, I agree that that's completely out of line, but we play ourselves because if you go to any of our social media outlets, we already got those sexy pictures out there because mm-hmm. we were feeling ourselves some kind of way one day and just Speak felt that, you know what, I'm going to. I have gonna, my clothes on and my I'm, pictures from uh, mine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the majority, the majority of folks on social media, if you go to any of the, unless they're, they're completely blocked or private and you have no right. access to it, you know, you have pictures that are already exposing or not exposing, but are, are portraying you in a way that a person should have to earn the right to, to see you in that light, right, not right. just because they happen to get to your page and they see you when you're happy, when you're sad, when you're with family, when you're, I mean, even things like people knowing I have a daughter. I'm not quick to put that out there because I don't know what their intentions are. You can't automatically trust everyone. And so by exposing all this prematurely, I think you you, you place them. You make it very easy for the person to give the impression that they're interested in you because you have so much in common. Absolutely. No, I just read your page and found out what you liked, and it's called game, ladies, yes. game. <laughs> or, if you, or the person thinks they know you. They know right. the deepest, darkest secrets that you have. They know what you like to eat. They know if you didn't feel good after you ate that corn tortilla or whatever two oh, weeks ago. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we think we know someone intimately and we don't know them at all just based on looking at their Facebook profile. Right. So Iman, you're pretty quiet over there. Um, so, <laughs> She's on her cell phone. Uh, yeah, it's an intervention. It, it keeps it, lighting up. This is an intervention. <laughs> Zombie so, intervention. So are there any definite no-nos in relationships for you? Like that? that's a big turn off of a guy does on texting. Well, back to like the whole dating topic. If we're out, Either, whether it's dinner or going out for drinks or whatever the case may be, put your phone away. Thank you. If you're on your phone, if it's not to text your mother or your grandmother, you need to not be on it <laughs> because that's inappropriate. If you're trying to get to know me and you really want to like have a genuine conversation with me, who are you texting? Right, right, right. So that, pretty, that's a big no-no. Even the mother and the grandmother, right? They have you had to know. actually check somebody on a date and say... I have, and, and we haven't gone out since then, <laughs> so... <laughs> That's probably why that. Good for you. Your dad well, is over there smiling. Yeah. He's proud. I, I can't. Job, I can't even. Job, I can't kid. take credit for that. <laughs> yeah. For that recommendation, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, that's that's a big turn off. And I think, uh, like we were talking about, oh, I kind of mentioned men being cowards. Not just men, women too. Thank you. But like people, I always have to say that because he about to, he kicks me under the table. Um, <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> but you know, sometimes in relationships, uh, people don't always want to say things in person, so they they hide behind text message, like like. I guess I could use the same same example, the same guy that I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> that he was big and bad on Facebook, big and bad on text messages, but in person he could barely look me in the eye at dinner. It's like, oh, you was you was talking all that mess on, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like not as confident. You know what I mean? So I think people use the the, the text thing to like act, you know, bold and what have you, but. You know, be yourself is what but I There's mean. a level of anonymity, right, that we're yeah. allowed to have. There are things we will say and there are things we'll do online that we wouldn't do in person. And so that anonymity gives us the confidence. Right. 
So and and then when you, we talk about texting, there's so many forms because you've got like chats and you got blogs, right? You got, and so it's not just your standard communication. You have group chats, you know, mm-hmm. and so it goes back to the disguise and 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 the front. And I think this is hilarious, and it kind of ties into texting is when people have these usernames. Those if you just look at some of the usernames that are out there, and I mean I work in education, so I have a lot of contact with students and their parents, mm. and. I'm embarrassed for the kids sometimes when I see the username of, <laughs> of their the parents. parents. Wow. It's like Star Star Sixty Nine or <laughs> I'm like just 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 this Foxy Mama and you know Big hot delicious hot milf and I'm like really wow. like you know like this wow. is this yeah stuff wow. like that so wow. it it makes you talk about the disguise and what you're trying to portray. Right, your name says a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna um take a quick break, but when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about um. Cell phone usage usage in the business arena and how that can, you know, help or hurt your business. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we do that, I want to make sure everybody listening is paying attention because if you're a speaker, author, or coach and have a mission to change the world, the Own Your Power Radio Network has a global platform just for you. If you'd like to reach thousands of listeners worldwide, you can have a mini show on Own Your Power and be or be a featured sponsor. There are spaces that are going quickly. Just call us at 877-545-545. 7352, that's 877-545-7352. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and some groovy music. I love your face. You love the taste. That sugar, babe, it melts away. Oh, you know. 
I'm about to get into this girl. It's for all my grown women out there. I can't wait till I get home so you can tear the cherry out. Turn the cherry out. Turn the cherry out. I can't wait till I get home so you can tear the cherry out. Turn the cherry out. Turn the cherry out. I want you to turn the cherry out. This is Trisha Antonio Smith with TJ Counseling and Social Services, and I love listening to Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Maxine, Chief Green Goddess of Swipes, Love, and Wipes, here on Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Sanjaya, author of the best-selling book, Sex in South Beach, and I love talking about sex on Own Your Power Radio. If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance for my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally 
save thousands a year, and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Welcome back, welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois. We got a full house tonight. Yeah. We're talking about how we have we become cell phone zombies. We and our special guest is Dr. Minka. We, we didn't even get into who you are. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Oh, I do everything. So um, primarily, mm. I am. <laughs> She's married. In the appropriate hate. way, of course. Okay. Mm, for, um, <laughs> for him. In the professional way. Mr. Dr. Minka. <laughs> Holla at your brother. <laughs> that is what he calls me. Mm-hmm. No, um, moving on. I am uh, an associate professor at Miami Dade College. I teach psychology, so I actually teach all these psych classes, intro oh, to psych, wow. abnormal psych, mm. human sexuality, yeah. social psych. You don't have um, to mumble that human sexuality. I, you know, sometimes I have, have to because, you know, people want to ask me weird questions. This so. is internet radio. We'll yes. have you back for that. <laughs> all right, no problem. I'm available to be an adjunct and tell you to come in and be a speaker for free. Oh, God. You can talk oh, about the Goya, how the Goya is good for you. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also do a lot of consulting work. No so, <laughs> Poor Imani's shaking her head. I'm I like, know, that's your father, baby. <laughs> Oh, God, do you realize? I just checked my phone. It's fine. It's, I really, I think I'm a zombie, guys. You know, we need to have stages of zombie, of, of zombie uses and, like, have, like, I things you I'm could like pick up characteristics. A. Yeah. A. I'm not, maybe there's a... You're, you're like a C. <laughs> what C is, like, higher? It's getting lower? worse, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that bad, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, back to what we were talking about. We were talking about what are some no-nos um, when using your cell phone in the business arena now. Mm-hmm. Um, me, personally, like, similar to, like, when you're on a date, if we're having a meeting, if you're expecting a call, then let me know. But don't be texting while we're, I'm talking to you about my business or your business. That's pretty rude. Absolutely. So what about you? What, what are some things you've seen? Uh, lots of things. I actually was doing some work at FIU in the Office of Employee Assistance. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah, but you anyways. You're just blowing everybody <laughs> I guess so. Up. She's like, in room Tomorrow, she should be getting an email tomorrow. <laughs> your service is going to be rendered. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me, you want me to, you want me to <laughs> edit that? No, because <laughs> what it is is not a big deal. Okay. Uh, but the, the, the person came in, and they were seeking services for someone they worked with. And they were very distraught about their colleague needing some support and some help. Mm-hmm. And in the process of them telling me this very distressing story they took several text messages while we were having this conversation so the person would go very schizophrenically from <laughs> tears to haha laughing at text messages they would receive on the phone so you know i'm a very empathic supportive person but it made it very difficult for me to take them seriously right. because you can't laugh at a text message and cry at the same time <laughs> they just don't go together yeah, that's a little odd. so absolutely are there ever i mean we, we're focusing a lot on the but are there ever scenarios where it's actually okay in a business professional setting to text? I I think you you made an you 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 said something earlier. You know this whole 
you have to preface it first, right? right? And so if I'm with a colleague and we're supposed to meet with someone else and we're trying to get a status on them, I can say to the person we're meeting with, oh, excuse me for a second, let me right. check where that person is. Right. I think it's all about checking in to let the other person know what we're doing so that we know that we're still connected. And I'm saying that I am still here in this moment with you. I just need to check in on something so that we can all be back together right. again. Just having common courtesy. Exactly. So now, Which is not common. I keep telling I know, you. Everything has to be taught. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So um, now I want to talk about how texting can lead to a breakdown in communication. Um, you know, one of the things that that's pretty common, well, you know, is people having arguments over text. And goes back to my whole being a coward. Um, where, and also, you know, just, just not realizing that there's some things that should be said over the phone because it could be misinterpreted, typos, all different things can make, you know, you can't read tone. Mm-hmm. So some people, if they're on the defensive, they're automatically going to think you're attacking them. So, you know, I'm just curious from the people in the room here, have you been through an argument on text? Has there been any breakdown in communication because of text? Um, anybody? I mean, I, I refuse to have a dialogue, like whether argument. it's whether it's an argument or even if it's like I'm feeling you and, 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 and I could be complimenting you. It, it's just, it, I just feel so impersonal. And I think that if you, even if you have good intentions behind it, once you open up the door and set the precedent that it's okay to have that dialogue, even if it's in a complimentary way, then it means it's okay to have that dialogue in a negative way, which means it could be an argument. And my thing is I'm certainly not going to, I don't argue, period. So I'm right. not going to argue via text. Right. We can disagree all we want. But to argue via text, there's no way we're going to actually get any resolution in that. It's just not going to happen. Right. So nip it in the bud. Just I'd rather discuss this when we, when we can talk about this in person. And if it's that important to you, then let's meet up right now. If not, then it'll wait till when we can meet. Right. You know, I'm starting to remember. Um, shout out to my ex-husband. Age breezy. No, but text actually did help in some respect. I mean, ex-husband doesn't help, you know, with divorce, but... But when but that wasn't but, the cause. But, but no, but right. when but when we were um, when we let's just say we would have an argument, instead of somebody yelling or raising their voice or getting into an argument, we would actually work it out through text. So like, well, like he'd be, he be, be like, upstairs, I'll be downstairs. <laughs> no, no, no. It would be like a conversation, like explain. So that way, nobody was talking over each other. And I actually got that from one of my own your power retreats. Shout out to Dana Smith Rogers. Um, <laughs> she actually talked about writing letters to her <laughs> husband. So <laughs> writing a letter, leaving it in the kitchen. Okay, this is how I feel. Blah blah blah. Then he would write her back. So even though it's it seems silly, but it really it's, it helped. It's not silly at all. Okay. Actually, we talked about the writing letters, and I actually think the texting or using your notes feature in your phone might be helpful for that because what is present on my mind in this moment may not right. be exactly what I want that person to know in an hour, five right, minutes from now, right? right? Notes feature, so I can point. write down what I'm feeling, and then I can go back and edit what I'm right. feeling, and then later send that to that person. Because that is, when we are rageful, yeah. as we are sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. We may want, some people are, right? We may want to edit that rage, and it, once we start to calm down and realize other perspectives, then at least right. I can go back and edit what I feel. But right. when we just send those angry, hard pressed text messages that's not necessarily helpful and if i can add just to build on that going back to uh the comment about breaking down our communication i think it also breaks down our communication uh sort of from an academic perspective because people text in slang people text in abbreviations Mm -hmm. when you have to actually have to write a letter to someone um very rarely do you write in abbreviations or slang. It's right. one thing to mm-hmm. use an icon or a symbol here or there, but you tend to write in sentences. Your grammar tends to be a lot more appropriate and correct. Uh, I remember when, when Imani was younger and, and she got her first phone, I remember telling her, don't text me 
in I guess texting language mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. still learning how to write and it will become such second nature that when you go to write a paper or write a composition or write something for school you're going to be wired to write the way you text. Can I just add to that? Because I'm a professor, so I have to read things that oh, students gosh. write. I, I didn't say of, I said yeah. have to. I mean, <laughs> I get the luxury and pleasure of reading what my <laughs> students write. But um, we, what I do see going back to are we becoming cell phone zombies is that gray area again, right? So before there was a grammar class, Ooh. you were taught how the rules of language. Right. And now if we blend text writing with actual mm-hmm. language that we write, you know, that we use commonly, they're starting to go together. So I have students putting the letter U in oh, academic papers. You are, you, are, you are citing science and you are using the letter U. You are wow. using lowercase I's. It's, it or is. the number four for four? Absolutely. <laughs> or even, or even Absolutely. spelling because now you have all these auto spell features that finish the word before you. So you've never Absolutely. really learned how to spell receive. Exactly. Right. But I because you're e, after all, C, the, all but the grammar rules. Exactly. That, yeah. Because it does it for you. Absolutely. So I want to get into some of the um, feedback that we got on Facebook, uh, the f- Facebook fan page related to uh, have they had a breakdown in communication and what and what exactly happened. And uh, we had um, Dexter Bayak, 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 Bayak. Um, I'm sorry, Dexter. I, I should know you how to pronounce your name by now. Um, he's my friend on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he's so my, you're really no. close. No, mm-hmm. no, not mm-hmm. at all. He's my friend on Facebook. They go, they go way back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> back into time. <laughs> <Just> stop it. <laughs> you, you always start rumors. You know what I'm saying? When it was analog. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, um, "That is why I do not. I, that's why I do don't do texting or emails. Let's talk over the phone or meet in person." Um, He also said email, this is exactly what we talked about earlier. He said email is good for small things like introductions, documents. Um, As far as having a full full conversation, no. Um, He also writes that he had one bad misunderstanding with a business partner because of typos, grammar, lack of tone, context, etc. It was a huge fallout that could have been avoided with a phone call. It's funny because I work with an organization now that even with emailing, which is to me like an advanced version of texting, has gotten out of control because you'll get four emails from one person in a period of about 15 minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, pick up the phone. Oh, yeah, Not even too. pick yeah. up the phone, call me, and let's discuss it. And then it's done with because I don't walk around with my laptop and my hip. And mm-hmm. even though you can use your phone, phone for emailing, right, yeah. you're limited with the ability to be able to actually write in a, in a full comprehensive kind of way. And it's just become completely out of control. Well, not only that, if you think, you know, someone uses the term microwave, right? And so we're used to like, it's in my head, so I need to send it out to that other person instead of taking a moment to say, what all do I want to say to this person? Right. So I can what send do they need my to know? entire message. <laughs> exactly. Right. This is we're not good. even doing that. Um, well, another one, um, Dexter, he's really hot on this topic. Wait, he's the person who doesn't email, but he's in all those Facebook posts? Well, he's emailing her. I'm just saying. He's not emailing me. This is on the, it's this a is chat. On. It's, it's a not the chat. It's on. Oh my! God, I'm gonna punch you. I think he's married. Don't start rumors. Oh, <laughs> what rumors? <laughs> Doctor. So I Jackson, that. another <laughs> round, Jackson. Are you enjoying your drink? By I'm the way, I'm loving it. Okay, Jackson, good. it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> slip something into Simone's virgin pina colada, please. She needs. So what? What I well, actually I said something before that makes sense. Um, I said if somebody sends me a long drawn out text, I usually just call them because I'm I'm not gonna have this long conversation with you. You know, just pick up the phone. Um, and I said I don't have time to be writing Bibles. That's what I said. <laughs> and I said I've heard horror stories from folks who carry on a whole relationship. I, I mentioned that earlier via text um, and without hearing the voice of the person. And arguments can easily happen, especially if both um, 
I said coward as well. If, if, if one or both are cowards and don't know how to face the person behind text. So Dexter replies, exactly. I don't want to reply to a text message multiple times. It's funny that when I call or after a text, there is a substantive conversation that could have never happened, that would have never happened. So it's a perfect example of, you know. But, you know, we keep missing something. Really, there's something that we haven't talked about yet. And it's, we talk about ninth, you know, there was research a long time ago that 93% of all human communication is nonverbal. So mm. we talk about nonverbal. So Wait, the actual say, what was the, 93 what's the percentage? percentage? 93% of percentage. M-E-H-R-I-B-I-A-N study. All right, look that up. Wow. Okay, and that was what he, one of the conclusions they came to. Now, there's a lot of debate about that number, but what the entire messages is that 93% is about tone, facial expressions, right? There's a difference between, (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) And I hate you. They're, They're two different statements, right? Someone got into an issue with me once at work when I ended an email with have a nice day, oh. they took that as sarcasm. Right, right. And I genuinely wanted the person to have a good day. <laughs> but because of good things day, that sir. were going yeah, <laughs> but because of things that were going on in that person's life, they took it as me being curt or right. or cold or, or rude. Right. And that's what that wasn't what the point of my message they was at defensive. all. They and were and very that coincides with, with this comment from uh, Miss Cotton the comedian where she goes, Yep, still suffering from the misunderstanding, possibly lost a good friend, which clearly shows that there are examples how words are misinterpreted because there's no action, there's no physicality behind it. Exactly. So would you agree that most of our youth don't know how to engage in meaningful face-to-face discussions because they're so caught up on their phones and social media that it's it's like a lost skill that's never been taught? I I wouldn't say that most of them have lost it. I think that... Um, our youth when we talk about that I think there are lots of generational gaps that are happening but we're the cell phone does not separate the generations my 93 year old aunt has a cell phone and she texts messages Uh me excuse me too Mm. much Um, (laughs) but but I do think that there is a new form of communication and I think we need to underuse the microwave a little bit more we spend a lot of time with the microwave and I think about you know what's the favorite uh, the favorite meal that you've had is it out of a microwave? Not not. Usually not, right? right? And so I think we need to bring some of that slow cooking, home cooking. Right. home cooking back into our conversation. But I think that it's important for people who are not in the youth to mentor that and, and be you know examples of how to communicate in that same way. So don't say, I don't text, I don't email. I mean, no one wants to go back to letter writing right. solely as a means of communication. Lots of things happen because of the communi- the technology we have. But we can't only use that one mode. We need to be able to use all. And I think the, the, the bigger issue here is that we live in a society that, particularly with our young people, that are being conditioned uh, to live for immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at texting, um, it, it, it fills that void to get a response right away. Whereas when you write a letter and you have to actually put a stamp <laughs> on it and put it in the mail and take a couple of days for it to get there and the mm-hmm. person would read it and then respond mm-hmm. back, you know, there's there's something about the time that lapsed in that communication in words that is completely missed now with texting because if you don't get that immediate response, that immediate reply, you kind of feel, does this person care? So you just so resend it, it again. Right. You just, or, yeah. or you post it on Facebook. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right exactly. Yeah. So I think it, it falls again into this, this bigger realm of multitasking in our world, mm-hmm. needing immediate gratification, needing an immediate response, right. and and that we're just it, – it, it's – more than just the use of technology. And, and I, I noticed we're talking a lot about 
social media and texting, but it's also just the use of the phone, period. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what, what it is, but I cannot stand the Bluetooth. Like, that mm -hmm. just annoys the hell out of me when I see people with a Bluetooth. Or they, you know, Why? It's just, hands, by being hands-free. Well, when they're, well, that's my point. Like, I'm saying, like, if you're in, a, if you're, like, at dinner with somebody and they're on the phone the whole time, like, that's right. what I'm talking about. Okay. Everything doesn't have to be texting. It's also just using a cell phone, period. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, I guess when we think of zombies, we're thinking of somebody looking at the phone. And you have a, 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 a term you came up with. Why don't yes. you share that? Uh, <laughs> I like I that. I have this term. And I actually looked it up, but I, I talk about navel-gazing, right? Because most of is our... Is that an urban dictionary? It is, but you know what it was? I, 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 I was talking I to my, my aunt. No, I was talking to my, my aunt about it. My, very, my older aunt, and she was saying we use that term in the 60s to talk about someone who is very self-absorbed. Right? Really? And so I guess I dreamt it up in, to, to apply to Two-point version. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it's the same thing. And I came up with it because I had, this is not a good story, but I, uh, kind of gross story, but I had a cousin when he was little, he liked to play in his navel. Okay. And I was like, that's so disgusting, Fun. you know? But he was very self-absorbed in that moment. <laughs> very treasured. And now man. we see everyone... <laughs> He doesn't know who I'm talking about. Um, and we see everyone with the phone in the lap, and they are completely concerned and absorbed with what is in their lap, in, in, in lap instead of what is happening in the environment right. around them. And so I call it this the navel gazing. Right. Um, but I think your word about zombies is good because zombie means dead, right? And so right. to some degree, we are being deadened by the, our mm. technology. Right. And so we need to find the balance. Right. We're dead, but we're alive. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alive online, right? She's right, dead right. in the moment. So, Imani, anything? Any two cents? Because she's she's a zombie. Any so new, like, new lesson? Like, she's, she's having a uh, what do they call it? Withdrawal. Well, she's like, she's I need my phone. Zombie, I need my phone. zombie withdrawal. I wonder how many likes I have on my Instagram right now. <laughs> Thumb is twitching. <laughs> Breaking out in the hives. So um... there'll probably be a, like a study in like twenty years with like people who were texting from a certain year on having thumb you know problems or <laughs> no i'm serious it's just, just like, it. just like they say that um, video games? they say men who carry their phones on their hips um something about the radiation the yeah. transfer well, they had that with will, 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 will affect sperm count or affect right. something in their hip absolutely that's crazy absolutely well, well think about i'm sorry I was going to say related to that, that we we had a, we did a show on, on breast cancer a few mm -hmm. week, a month ago, right. and there was some study that there was um, a lot well, of women that put the phone their in their breast, mm -hmm. I mean, in their, mm -hmm. you know, their bra, Absolutely. and they found somebody that was, I don't know, it was just one case, but one case in particular, she was like 21, and she had breast cancer. And it was the shape of the freaking phone. When they did the, when they yeah. did the, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So don't yeah. put those, you ladies in the audience, don't put the phone in your in your bra. But even talking <laughs> about twenty years from now, I, I do have one of those kids you were talking about earlier. I, my daughter just turned three like oh, as God. of last Monday and she knows how to swipe. Yeah. She knows how oh, to yeah. enter the code. I don't think the it's code? A, yes. Are she remembers the code. She's her mama's daughter. She's yes, absolutely. What? She needs access yeah. as far as she is concerned, yeah. right? But she knows how to do that and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's the world she's being raised right. in. Right, right, right. But we we have rules in our house. We have screen time rules, right? And so she'll even she said to my husband once, "Daddy, no more screens right now. We're not doing screens." Uh -huh. So when it's family time, we are listening to music, we're talking, we're cooking dinner, we're doing Right physical interaction you know and instead of being on screens and when we mean screens we mean phones ipads tvs you name it if it need, if it has a power button it should be off except for the ipod that plays the music you just made me think of something because i have a friend who her baby's probably not even two years old and she one time i actually saw it it blew my mind she had an iphone and she had an ipad and she was playing the game swiping moving things around then she was doing um, two things at the same time i'm wondering if that's a, if that is that good for your brain no or does and it make i make you like 
Uh, I tell that? people all the time. We we talk about <laughs> ADHD. We, you know. we tell people all. You know, people talk W-A-D-D. about ADD. <laughs> You're all that, in the inside that, jokes. That, I like that, No, though. it's, it's, it's an ongoing show uh, I love that. Yeah, because we never stay on topic. So go ahead. No, that's good. <laughs> but you're always around the topic, right? Um, no, Sometimes. but I, t- I tell people that, you know, we use this term multitasking, and the human brain cannot multitask. As right. much as we think it can, it does not. Right. We stop one task and begin another. And I ask people to try an experiment. Try to have a conversation with someone while you're texting another person. You are not going to... Is anybody able to do it in the living room sort of seamlessly with no mistakes <laughs> no we're not able to do it your brain has to shut one task down to start the other and so we need to so when you're teaching the child to do that we're, we're te- teaching them to do is to be scattered right instead of to be focused. focused and the thing when we measure intelligence is we're looking at focus we're not okay. looking at your ability to do 19 things right so laser focus not a good idea yeah i, I think uh, i actually have an article on on your power you can look for it on the website uh that Sheila Hawkins wrote that says multitasking makes you stupid. She's mm-hmm. a time management expert. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really does. Absolutely. So now we're going to talk about how being a zombie can destroy your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can apply this to relationships. Well, I guess I can, le- I can leave. Uh, I can step out the room. Uh, well, <laughs> why? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> don't you want to get married again one day? One day. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Time is ticking. Oh, Uh-oh. that was the daughter. We are now accepting applications. <laughs> submit, the wife of Ramon Submit <laughs> references. Submit references because background checks will take place. We're gonna have a Goya pageant in the studio one day. <laughs> All right, so back to see there, there we go. W A D D. Love it. Um, so how how being a zombie can destroy your marriage? I actually found an well, actually I didn't find this article. Again, shout out to Danielle King, um, who's on our team. She actually found an article related to this, and one of the women in the article mentioned how um, there are a lot of a lot of people are addicted to you know technology, and she says I usually. I'm usually the spouse waiting for my husband to get off his cell, iPad, Instagram, text messaging, Facebook, or some other game that has him hooked. I'm tired of having my conversations through text messages and would enjoy an old-fashioned conversation face-to-face. But the truth, truth is we barely have anything to say to each other anymore. So, Herman, I know you have a, something to say about this. What's the real reason? What's going on here? <laughs> From a man's perspective. I'm sorry to say that um, <laughs> if... The gentleman that we are discussing here is that consumed with the various uh, electronic <laughs> instruments that he has available to him. There's way more going on in that marriage, and the the, the distraction is not the, uh, the the iPad or the laptop or the right. iPhone because if you remove all that, it'll just become something else. The issue there is there's something that that's a mask for him to be able to consume oh himself while not being able to deal with you. And then he gets late and we go to bed and that's it. And I got to deal with you. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be my novice interpretation of his use of technology. Right. Um, and here's, here's another one. You want to read that? Yeah. It's, it's, you got to do it in the woman's voice. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi. I'm one of those people at the that's restaurant with her voice? spouse. Uh, sultry, sultry, one, nine hundred. Hi. I'm one of those people at the restaurant with her spouse waiting and feeling lonely. My husband is always looking at his phone, checking his email or his bank account, his Facebook and his texts. I just sit waiting and thinking to myself, why am I not good enough for him? Why does he have to be entertained by everyone and everything else? It deeply depresses me, and he just cannot understand my point of view. 
He's probably talking to this other woman, if you ask me. But... <laughs> it just it goes back to the point. You I think, never know. I think you that, know. you know, and, and, and she's probably enabled him to do all of those things. You can't just put all the blame on the brother. I mean, you know, you're, he's clearly wrong, but yeah. we enable our partners Train to do your things. men, women. Train we, your men. We teach everyone how to treat us. <laughs> exactly. Everyone. Whether exactly. it's our partner or our friends, we're, she's teaching him that Have it's okay. Have standards That's and right. start from the beginning with the standards. So it's not something new six months in. You're like, oh, I didn't know you were that way. No, I I've been this way since we met. Put your phone down. <laughs> right. So um, let's talk a little bit about some new habits mm-hmm. that we want to all, you know, take take on so that we can communicate more and with our friends and family and look people in the eyes again and stop navel-gazing. <laughs> um, what are some tips that you want to give us? And I know, Imani, you, you don't follow these tips yet. Take your notes. <laughs> take, take, take notes. I'm sure you studio, know what to do. Studio guests, take notes. Yeah, so what, what are some things that um, you think we can do, Dr. Um, I, I would say the first thing absolutely is to be present. It's a very simple rule. It's two words. It's very easy. If I am here and in this moment with you, I should not necessarily be on my phone unless there is something emergent taking place. Right. And talking about me being here is not necessarily emergent. Right. right? right, right I, right. I can do that once I'm gone. Right. right. And so how do I, you know, I talk about this idea of delayed enjoyment. Right. Once I leave, I get to enjoy all the pictures of the place that I just was in instead of really focusing on being in that moment so be present is the first thing i think the other thing is um try and tone down the microwave and you know build up the more intimate use the toaster well (laughs) a slow cooker okay Okay. you know brings out all the flavors crock pot there you go (laughs) so less of the microwave more of the crock pot um anything else Absolutely. There's so I mean, I think, I think it's real fundamental. I mean, things like, you know, set rules for engagement, you know. Absolutely. Um, females, if you have a phone, you know, and you're going to, uh, if, if you think it's going to be a problem, keep it in your purse. Like, don't don't leave it on the table or leave it visible. Keep it in your purse. Sit on the purse. Put it away. And then if you really need to go check it, excuse yourself, go to the restroom, powder your face, check your mm-hmm. phone, and then come back. But while you're in my presence, Uh-oh. be present. That's right. And not be on your phone. And that goes for the men, too. You know, put your phone away, put it in your pocket, put it in your jacket. But keep it out of visibility and believe it or not it will go a long way because every woman wants to feel that she is the focus of your attention right. during that time right i think we also need to think about this idea of this, this the screen time you know that's a kind of a family rule with us but think about how much time i'm sin- i'm spending staring at an artificial screen uh, we even know research tells us that sometimes the light from that screen can disrupt sleep, right? Mm. Oh, so we wow. sleep with our phones, mm. right? <laughs> our brains are supposed to turn off and produce certain hormones. You know, I got to get Dr. Brand- Mink on you. But our, our brains are supposed to produce certain hormones to help us stay asleep. But when we're staring at this screen constantly, the brain thinks, wait, is the sun out? What's right. wrong with the Not sun? to mention your pupils. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So reduce our screen time. You, you know, at some point say, okay, enough is enough. And at three o'clock in the morning, I really don't need to know where my girls are. Mm. I, you know what? Right. I'll find out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, mm. there's um, a, a fun article that we found. Which is a little segment. I wanted um, you to read, Herman. Mm-hmm. It's from the Village Voice, and it's new party rules for mini- millennials. Millennials. Is that, is that, is that millennials. a new term? Millennials are the generation people are, are born serious? from 199 from 1979 to 1992. Oh, so that's the new term because mm-hmm. so we were like Generation X. Like is that so, that Gen X are the people who were born from 1964 to 1978. Ah. Millennials and Gen Y are the same generation. Okay, right. yeah, you just broke it down for me. All right, this is an article talking about, um, you know, staying present. Or and would you like me to use my male voice at this you point? Can use your, you, my, you can use your, 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 your Dr. Goya voice. Oh, for, here for, we for, for this. 
stop Instagramming everything. No, no, no. That, do her mind. Do her mind. I don't okay. like that word. Stop Instagramming everything. That leads us to Instagram. Okay, we get it. We have an iPhone. You're out and looking cute in your baggy top and skinny jeans. Lord knows your hair has never looked better and that pout is so becoming. But try, just try to keep from friendly Instagramming yourself looking like you're having fun when really you're just standing around using Instagram in a circle of awkward millennials. No one cares if you're at a party. Just be at the party. Touch other humans, speak words, and connect with them. I like that. That's you know, good. You know, made That's me really laugh. Good. I would put that at the entrance of like every social place. <laughs> no one know. cares. Like, no one cares. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, you're not going to get a free drink by Instagram when you're at the bar. You know, it's like <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, because it's like you're having so much fun, but then why are you on your phone? No, no, I like so the one that says here the pout. Why is it that the every woman has that? About. What, yes. What is that? I saw, well, but don't forget, there's articles out there on how to take the best selfie. So, uh, I mean, that's, are there's you actual oh, literature, gosh. I guess you could call it, that's how to take the best selfie. Now, that's absurd, right? I blame, I blame Angelina Jolie the, for that. When she, when Kardashians she had it in, for that. No, Angelina Jolie way before the Kardashians. <laughs> that's true. She that's influenced the Kardashians. There you go. You know. That's true. Well, well I'm going um, to get – I've got a few more tips that I got from a website called FamilyLife.com. And these are some just some more tips um, related to household rules. Why are you laughing? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Nothing. Um, one of the tips is no devices at the dinner table, mm-hmm. which Absolutely. I think is like a no-brainer. It's funny because old school, when I was growing up, we didn't no have TV. these. My dad was like, radio off, TV room. off. Absolutely. We're sitting down and we're like, how was your day? Absolutely. And you better not say fine. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even hum at the table. <laughs> <laughs> My said, no singing at the table. I couldn't even right. hum or do anything. Um, just eat and talk, yeah. Uh, so another one is well, no even p- our president they do that right they do mm-hmm. the rose and the thorn right what was the rosier day what was the thornier day like mm-hmm. they try to make that a part of what they do with the family mm-hmm. so the, the no phones at the restaurant which mm-hmm. you know I mean put it away if you can if possible um, no texting or talking about really important personal issues over the phone mm-hmm. um, yeah I guess but I think sometimes that's a hard thing for people yeah, to determine what is important and what is not important right right, right. and so. I know there was a story that uh, someone was going to share earlier, but I wonder if... Yeah, why don't we share that story? (laughs) She will rename Nameless, and Imani will be the voice of this person. um, I have a friend who dated a guy for a little over three years, and, you know, you would think that you would have a certain level of, you know, comfort with them, that you could talk to them about anything face-to-face. After three and some... Three years and some months, she started to feel like, hmm, maybe this relationship is not going to go anywhere. So... Her being the type of person to not really like, you know, confrontation or just talking to anyone face to face about anything personal. Chicken. <laughs> controversy, controversial. She um, texted him and broke up with him via text. What did she say? Do you know? I'm not sure it's exactly over. how it went. You're whack. <laughs> I think it was. I, got a new man. I think it was a story. Like you said, she wrote a Bible to him. Oh, it really? Was, it was one of those oh, breakups. See, he it played was... him, so he should have been like, he should have showed up the next day, like he never got it. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Would have been like. What's up, babe? <laughs> and she would have been the Jedi mind trick. She would have been like, what? And then it would have forced her to either have to man up and say. Right. But it's also like with our generation, we don't really like talking about our feelings face to face. That's not your generation. That's human. That's mankind. Okay, well, I find <laughs> it a lot more with, you know, my, like around my age, my generation, that we would rather send stories then call you or so, meet you like on campus or wherever the case may be meet you and talk to you about how I feel like even me and my sister like we're family and we find ourselves arguing via text and we won't oh, talk gosh. to each other for months oh gosh and That's then even good. when we do talk we text like it's not so 
well, question. You, very you can't just leave us hanging. What happened with the um? Oh, story? okay. So <laughs> she wrote a Bible, quote unquote, to mm-hmm. him, and he wrote a Bible back. Oh. And then the next, like, I I don't know if it was the next day or a couple of days later, they ended up talking in person, but they had still had the damage was the, done. Yeah, the damage, damage was, was done, done, and they had already broken up. So okay. Well, we know that that's not the best way to break up with somebody. No. So moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I think that's something, when we go back to that important thing, I think sometimes we don't know what is important. So I might be feeling something and want to share it, and then it just spirals into a full-on breakup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we need to figure out what is it that I want to relay to this person? What is the goal, right? What is the goal of this interaction? And I don't think we often think about that. We are just spilling from our hearts or our minds. And instead, think about what is it that I want to accomplish in this. You know, it's so. funny because I, I've been guilty of um, uh, going back at it into a text dialogue that happened sometime before, and rereading the exchange and being like, Ooh. "Nah, like, mm. <laughs> I didn't mean that." Right, yeah. mm. And then I'm mm. thinking, and then I, then I look at, man, it was three in the morning, and I'm where was I that night? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that wasn't. And then I'm and, 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 I, and then I'm trying crazy. to figure out how do I fix this, you know. <laughs> And you can't because you've already done they the already damage. Put it out. Exactly. And people don't take into account like how the other person's gonna interpret how you say it, how you mean it. Right. Hi, this is Bibi. And this is Renella from the Bibi and Renella show. Like, we help you take charge right. of your life while we discuss focus on leadership, empowerment, and life balance. Make sure you tune in to the Bibi and Renella show so every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on On Your Power Radio. We have to pay some bills. So if you'd like to be a featured sponsor, let us know. Contact to find out how we promote our company, your company, on the show and via our massive social media networks. Call us at 877-545-7352 or email radio at ownyourpowerbiz. We'll be back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and some music.